wheels have missed us. They've come yeah, knocking. Yeah, we haven't done one in a while. They're like, the wheels of fate have called upon you. Where have you been? <laughs> and when the wheels, when the Lord of the wheels come, we have to, we have to answer because otherwise they'll give us bad luck or something. Yeah, we don't want that. So we are going to spin that wheel. Here we go with our year. Ready? Yep. All right. 1983. Okay. Time for our our topic. Television. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think we've done anything TV related in a while. Yeah, but you know, we did a 1983 television episode already. Uh-oh. It was the um uh different strokes guy versus the Webster dude. Okay. Remember? Well. Yeah. All right. Well, we're let's gonna have to do down. something not that. Okay. We won't and do that. Depending again. on what our next field gives us. Oh, it's going to be trivia. Trivia. Okay. 1983 television trivia. So we need to go figure out what we're going to do. Come back into the future and and have another trivia night. Okay. All right. Here we go. Now we're in the, we went 88 miles per hour through the tubes of time. Now we're back to the future. <laughs> now we're here indeed. Yeah. So uh, the, 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 the wheels gave us 1983 TV trivia. Mm -hmm. So rather than do our usual kind of like, you know, trivia type, get a person in and they quiz us or we trivia show, we decided to um, quiz each other and not quiz each other kind of thing. And just, you know, do what have some fun with it, right? Just kind of like have a friendly game of trivia. Maybe we maybe pretend we're just at the pub having a little trivia night, um, and just make fun. Just have fun. I like it. Let's do it. Do you want to ask the first question? I've got a cup of water. I'll pretend it's alcohol for the pub. Okay. I got an empty glass right here. Ooh. My first one is in 1983. This popular TV series ended, and nearly half of the country watched this episode of this show. Yeah. So that was mash, right? Absolutely. Everybody watched that back then, especially because there were only like three channels to choose from. So <laughs> did you know, yeah, that was the most viewed TV broadcast, uh, TV broadcast in us history until 2010, the super bowl of 2010. Can you believe it? It's crazy. And they say that'll basically never happen again, because of course, now we have all these other channels to choose from. And so even like the series finale of Seinfeld, which was massive and stuff, didn't even come close to the numbers of this one. Yeah. Well, it, it, and it, it was ending in 1983. So these are people who had watched it through the seventies, right? Mm -hmm. And like you said, there's like three channels and everybody was really into these characters because it was comedy and drama, right? Yeah, it was a great show. I, I like it still. I, I will still watch it. It's a good show. I like it. Yeah. So the episode was called Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen. It was a two and a half hour series finale. Oh, and then, then, then MASH left. Okay, I got one for you here. Okay. So Glenn A. Larson created some popular, beloved action TV classics in the 1980s, as we both know, because we're fans, right? Yep. This is not considered one of them. <laughs> Running for only ep eight episodes from September to December of 1983. Uh, was that the Highwaymen? 
No, remember that was 1986 or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, what was Good it? guess though. Poorly received Glenn A. Larson show. I do not know. It was called Manimal. Oh yeah, Manimal. <laughs> you know guy by the shape shifts into animals and yeah, shit. <laughs> you know by the name of that that it's not going to last. I mean, it's terribly named. <laughs> and, you know, and like that. They someone did a count like ninety something percent of the time he was either a panther or a hawk, even though he had the ability to do other things. It was always a panther and a hawk because maybe they just had those two animals on staff a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they were easily accessible for what they had access to. Manimal, yeah, it came out. It's basically about a guy who shapeshifts into animals and help helps police solve crimes whatever um but yeah it only lasted eight episodes for like two months and that was it so that's one of glenn a larson's bombs they all can't be winners i guess yep. so this sketch comedy show introduced most americans to comedy greats like john candy eugene levy rick moranis and Catherine o'hara just to name a few what was the name of this sketch comedy show that ended in 1983? Is that, uh, let me think, let me think. Hold on. It's, I think it's the, that Canadian one. There were a lot of Canadians on it. Yep, what that's the one. What was that called? Uh, CCTV? You're close. SCTV. SCTV. <laughs> Darn. Yeah, so the show actually started in 1976 uh, in in Canada, and then they had different iterations. But from 1981 to 83, NBC picked it up and put it into a 90-minute format for a sketch comedy show on NBC. Oh, that was pretty funny, though. That's that's the one that had the the two Canadian dudes, and they made a movie, I think, Strange Brew. Yeah, that was such a good movie, too. Yeah, and they're just kind of drinking beer. Oh, they're kind of like super stereotypical Canadians. Don't you know? Let's <laughs> Don't you know, eh? <laughs> have a beer, eh? That was a good show. I, I didn't know that it ended in 1983. I thought it went yep. longer than that. Well, that's the thing. It, it had different iterations, but the NBC version was from 81 to 83. Oh, okay. So this show aired its 410th episode on the first day of 1983. But then it had to go on a hiatus until April 30th, while creator and host Don Cornelius went in for brain surgery. Don, what did Don Cornelius host? It was it a game show? Mm, it wasn't really a game show. No, I have no idea. Soul Train. <laughs> I've never seen Soul Train. You've never seen Soul Train? I used to watch Soul Train all the time, dude. I love Soul Train. Uh, they get kind of the, you know, Motown music or whatnot, and, and everybody just kind of dancing around. That's the shit. Soul you never seen Soul Train? No, I mean I know of it. Same. I've also never watched American Bandstand. Like just I never had any interest in watching a show that has music playing and then has just people dancing. I'm like, why do I want to watch people dance? I don't even I like dancing. I kind of get that for some of those shows, but their dancing was all, all their dancing was on point though on Soul Train. They were, they were they were getting jiggy with it. More power to them and more power to you for watching it. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> well, go watch some clips on YouTube of Soul Train from 19 19- 83 and and you'll see why i liked it <laughs> all right all right 
maybe it'll give me some dance moves I can work yeah, on. Yeah, you and, can uh, get jiggy with it. The exactly. Clubs. That's right. Next time uh, I can, I oh, go out. Train. She'll be like, she'll be like, whoa, you learned some new moves. And I'm like, you yeah, I did. Straight up Napoleon Dynamite on that shit. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Soul Train, baby. 1983 called once is awesome back. What? All right. This TV show debuted in 83, featuring an experimental car called the Coyote X. Coyote X? The Coyote X. I never heard of it. Sounds like something I should know, but I don't know what you're talking about. You'll probably recognize the name of the show, though. Hartcastle and McCormick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. McCormick and Smix or whatever, yeah. Yeah, Hardcastle and McCormick. So Hardcastle was the judge, and McCormick yep. was the former, was the uh, car thief who gets busted, who basically gets turned into an indentured servant for Hardcastle, who presided over his case and basically said, okay, as punishment, you're going to be my man, bitch. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's what judges do, right? Yeah, exactly. And I do so, that if uh, I were a judge. I'd be like, hey, Hardcastle, you're my little bitch now. Well, McCormick, you're working for me now. We're going to go solve <laughs> crimes, and you're going to drive around in the Coyote X, a custom-made car. Well, that's kind of what Magnum P.I. was a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit, or uh, Knight Rider more so, I would yeah. say. They're all MacGyver. They're all working for somebody. They're all badasses, but they're, someone, they're always someone's little bitch, right? Yeah, yeah. So this game was added to The prices is Right in 1983. It's a game of chance played with what they call chips on a vertical board populated with a maze of pegs. Each time the disc encounters a peg, it'll bounce either right or left before it falls into, into its slot that tells you the prize. Was that called Plinko? That's right. Yeah. Plinko. That's right. Did you watch The Price is Right? I did watch The Price is Right, yep. I think it was one of my favorites. I still watch it on Pluto TV. They have a The Price is Right, the Barker era channel with 24 hours of The Price is Right. And I watch way too much of that nowadays. <laughs> yeah, nowadays, that I go to the store because I watch a lot of The Price is Right and Supermarket Sweep. And I'm really good at guessing the prices, but these are like 80s and 90s prices. And then I go to the, I go to Safeway, and I'm like, shit's expensive. What? <laughs> yeah, totally. Be like, man, in the 80s, that only cost a buck fifty. Now it's like Bob twenty would twenty dollars. Pants if he saw that. That's <laughs> what's going on here. So uh, this takes it back to one of our podcast episodes so in season one episode six of the 80s and 90s uncensored we did the best 80s tv cars revealed in that episode we each revealed a series of cars out of those cars a certain number of them are in the top 30 tv shows of 1983 so basically how many cars that were in the top how many cars, how good phrases? How many cars, how many top 30 TV shows from 1983 featured cars that we listed? How many top? Are you speaking English right now? I know I'm having a hard time phrasing the question. So, okay. So, <laughs> the, the top 30 TV shows of 1983, mm -hmm. a lot of them had cars that we talked about in that episode of our podcast. How many cars that we talked about? are in the top 30 
might know, man. Maybe Knight Rider might be in there. That's for sure. So there's one. Uh, uh, Dukes of Hazard may be in there. Uh, I, I would think that that uh, Highwayman is not there. That didn't last <laughs> long enough. No. What else? What else did we talk about? Oh, the the eight. Uh, did we talk about the A team? No, I don't think we talked. You got to remember our one of our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> did we talk about Miami Vice? That must that, that might be in there. Yeah, I don't know four. You're close. Three. Oh, and that would be the GMC from Fall Guy. Oh, Fall Guy. Yeah, yep, which was a ranked number sixteen out of the top 30 kit, which you mentioned, of course, that was ranked number 25 actually. Mm -hmm. And the uh, 1960 Chevy Corvette from Riptide. Riptide oh, was ranked okay. number 18. Yeah. yeah. That was a fun episode. We should link that in the show notes for this one. It's been a while since that was one of our first podcast episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Episode six, man. But that was a lot of fun. I still remember those earlier ones. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> Long before Game of Thrones and The Sopranos, this joint U.S.-Canadian Jim Henson production launched in 1983 and was HBO's first original series. A Jim Henson series from 83. Uh, wouldn't be The Muppets. What else, what else was Jim Henson? Um, Fraggle Rock? Yeah, that's right. Fraggle Rock. Yeah. I forgot that it was like a cable thing. I did too until you just said that. Yeah. And it was HBO's first original series. Wow. Cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Down Fraggle Rock, right? I love Fraggle Rock. I could only, I, now that I think about it, it, it must have been a cable thing because I only watched it at my grandma's house. Because she had cable, we didn't. So I always wanted to go to grandma's and watch Fra Fraggle Rock. <laughs> they must have also released it on regular TV at some point, though, because I'm pretty sure I did not watch it on HBO. It must have been on, you know, they must have licensed it to one of the big three. Yeah, something like that. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay. We all know Gerald McRaney from Simon and Simon which ran from 1981 to 89. However, in 1983, Gerald McRaney took a break from the private investigation business to become a retired football player named Dan Evans in this made-for-TV movie. Retired football player? Yeah, he played a retired football player. You'll never get this one. <laughs> <laughs> I doesn't even ring a bell, so we're going to have to just like just go ahead and let me know, brother. Let me in the audience know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was a 1983 made-for-TV movie called The Haunting Passion. So Gerald McRaney played Dan, who was a successful football player, but when his contract expired, it wasn't renewed due to his age. Him and his wife moved to a new town in a little house while Dan starts a second career as a new newscaster. The wife is home and suffers from a frighteningly realistic erotic dreams in which she has sex with an unknown man. Soon, this demon haunts her in broad daylight and attacks friends and husband out of jealousy. <laughs> is this, what is this? 
the what haunting is... passion. Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds just... like something I, I don't know about for a reason. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's I'm an obscure that up one. Now, though. That looks that that sounds like I feel like we should try to find a copy of it and see if we can review it on overlooked. It's yeah, one of those kind of things. I, if we could I, track I have it down. to watch this now because I don't mind acting like some kind of old lady divorcee who reads romance novels slash ghost stories, whatever this is all about. That's craziness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on March 10th, 1983 MTV broadcast uh, this video for the first time. It's the first by a black artist to gain substantial airplay on MTV. What was that video? Uh, had to have been Michael Jackson. So what yeah. was one of his first videos? Was it Beat It? Mm -mm. No? It was earlier than Beat It. Uh, I remember this one too. I love this video actually. Bad? Mm -mm, that's still, that's even later than Beat It. Oh, I, I don't know. You're going to end up like talking about like, his 90s stuff here soon so i'll just tell you <laughs> yeah it's a billy jean well you know to be honest billy jean probably would have been my next guess i was literally just going to start going down the name of, of his well, songs i'm not you, you got two shots and you lost them so i'll just say yeah. billy jean. but I, I do you remember that video because he was so cool because he was like kind of in this suit and he had his jacket over his shoulder and he's kind of like dance walking and everywhere he stepped it would light up the sidewalk would light up yeah, that's right. Kind of yeah, in this cool cityscape. That was a cool video. Mm -hmm. And that's what really got Michael Jackson. Like, that was the first thing that got him rolling. And there was a concert special later that year, still in 1983, called Motown 25 Yesterday, Today, and Fast on NBC. And that's the first time he did the moonwalk, to, and he did it to Billie Jean. Do you remember the moonwalk? Yeah, of course, dude. The moonwalk like was freaky. I remember being a kid and trying to do the moonwalk. No, because he be looked like... like he was like sliding on some kind of air or something. Yeah. It was crazy. The moonwalk was the shit, dude. Yeah. And everybody. I couldn't do it. I tried and tried. I had my socks on the carpet wherever I was trying everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do the moonwalk because it's, it's it's so cool that moonwalk was the bomb. But that's the first time that he did it live. And and the crowd just went it just freaked out. Because he started Billy Jean and then he's doing his twirl and he moonwalks and the whole crowd's like, oh my God, what are you, what is this? The world has changed forever. <laughs> it did too, though, man. Like everybody was trying to do that and doing it. And like, yeah, it, it was revolutionary. Everybody had one glove on. They were just, maybe it's the glove. <laughs> Magic glove. Uh, all right. What former Charlie's Angel? played mrs king in scarecrow and mrs king i can picture her i can picture her i can see her face in my head right now do i get points for that no oh because i can't for the life of me think of her name but i can i can see her in my head she was kind of the of all the charlie's angels she's kind of maybe a little bit of the more nerdy one right yeah, yeah, I know, I know who it is. It's in my head. I should get partial points for that. Uh, she had dark hair. Yep, Kate Jackson. Oh, Kate Jackson. Kate Jackson, Scarecrow and Mrs. King, nineteen eighty-three to eighty-seven. Did it premiere that year, nineteen eighty-three? Mm-hmm. That's kind of a cool show. I, I haven't seen it in forever, but yeah, I don't know if it stands the test of time or not. I haven't seen it in forever either. I don't know if I if I watched it now, I'd be like, what? This is stupid. 
<laughs> so First Lady Nancy Reagan made a special appearance on an episode of this NBC comedy to begin her just say no anti-drug campaign. What show did she did she come on? Was that Different Strokes? Yep, that's right. She went on a guest appearance on Different Strokes. I can't believe I remembered that. I'm so impressed with myself. Yeah, very good. I think you're going to win this whole thing, man. Different Strokes, it takes. And you know Nancy with her dare thing. Dare to keep kids off drugs. And all the kids were like, now I want to do drugs. Sniffing Coke or smoking crack or whatever back in the 80s, it seemed. Yeah. Doing the hard stuff. Nancy. In the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, which ran from 83 to 85, how did the kids get into the magical realm that they were in? Oh, yeah. Wasn't there some kind of portal? You're getting there. Was it some kind of book or a mirror? Um, I can't think of it. I thought you would totally get this one. I th- I thought I I I, sh- I should, but remember, man, I didn't see it a lot because it was contraband for me to watch that shit. Because like my mom and grandma were like, you can't watch that because it's from the devil. Yeah, and it'll pollute your soul with, and Satan will take over your soul or whatnot. So I actually didn't see it a lot because it was hard for me to watch. Mm. An amusement park roller coaster. Oh, so they went right. when they went to the music park. Hot on, hopped on a roller coaster and and ended up. Yeah, and they in... went into the dragon mouth, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. They have a new Dungeons and Dragons movie out now. I'm trying to. I, I have a feeling it's going to suck, but I might see it just. I to might see. see it just because I'm a big boy now, and mom and grandma are not telling me I can't do it. And I'll take my son, and I'll be like, "Let's go pollute our souls with Satan." Yeah, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this animated miniseries, based on the toys of the same name, debuted in syndication. Another miniseries aired the following year, and then there was an ongoing show that premiered in 1985. What, what is this show? What, that was G.I. Joe, wasn't it? Yep, G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero was the, yeah. form, was the formal name. But it started out as a miniseries to try to sell toys. Yeah, that's what reminded me of it. Because I remember it was like the first few episodes were like a, a continuing series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like a it was like a min like well, they used to do mini series back then. I don't know if they... I know mini series cartoons. Yeah, like um, uh, Ducktales. I didn't realize like the first few episodes were oh. like that. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think about that. Yeah, huh. but yeah, GI Joe, a real American hero. Um, it's pretty pretty badass. It was. I loved that show when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, everybody did. Laverne and Shirley ended in 1983. However, it started in 1976, and they worked in a brewery. What was the name of the brewery that they worked in for those first few seasons? This is a hard one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shemil. Shemil. Shemazel. Pepper Pepper Incorporated. Is it Hassan Pepper Incorporated? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's your question. I'm well, asking... I want to know the name of the brewery. I didn't have anything about the theme song. I know, but I I thought the brewery was in that theme. The brewery name might have been in that theme song, but it's not. I don't think obviously. it is. Uh, Miller. <laughs> Coors. No. Shots. S-H-O-T-Z. Shots? Shots. It, it, was that a real beer? Or I don't was think that just it was. a fictional beer? 
I think it was a fictional beer. Oh, because there's something that sounds similar. Slop, Schultz, or yeah, there's nips. Is it shit, snitch, slots? Something like you're talking about. That they used to drink it back in the day. Yeah, it's like a cheap beer. My grandfather, I think, drank it. Schultz, Schultz. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember, but I think they still kind of make it. I think it made a comeback though. All the like hipsters drink it. Was it Schlitz? I think you're right. I think it's Schlitz. I think the hipsters yeah. drink it. Kind of like one of those Midwestern or nor- Northern U.S. kind of beers where the dad comes home and he just kind of drinks himself silly on some cheap sh- Schlitz and, I don't know, yells at his kids and goes to bed kind of deal, <laughs> something like that. I didn't know until looking this up. So they worked in the brewery through the fifth season. And then in the fifth season, they joined the army reserves. And then in the sixth season, they actually moved to California or to Burbank, California, and then uh, worked in a department store. Oh yeah. So they actually changed locations throughout the run of that series. Wow. I don't, I don't remember any of that. I don't either. I just remember those first ones. And then they had Lenny and Squiggy that lived upstairs and they worked in the brewery, but maybe it just jumped the shark toward the end. Maybe. You want to do one more each? Yeah, let's do one more each. Yeah. This game show premiered in 1983, and it featured characters called Whammies who are animated by Better Off Dead director Savage Steve Holland. Yeah, I, I remember that. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Oh. No whammy, yeah, no whammy, no whammy. Big bucks, no whammies, big bucks, yeah. no whammies, and stop. And they press it, and the thing would, you know. Was that, I want to say press your luck. Yeah, press right? your luck. That's right. Oh. And I love that show. Me too. Did you see though that, that that time that one guy like totally nailed it? Because I guess he had the whole algorithm down about when things went where with the little lights on that board. And he he had it to where he could figure out like exactly when to press the button to get the good shit. <laughs> did you see good that i didn't but good for I'm him i'm gonna send you a link to this video about a guy who totally had it nailed like the timing nailed because he he kind of counted when the little thing is seemingly random but mm-hmm. actually there's a pattern to it and he figured it out <laughs> he ended up winning a bunch of money that's awesome good for him <laughs> all right my last question is a real short and simple one who won the super bowl in 1983 the chicago bears i'll give you a a hint, it was either the Washington Redskins or the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I'll say the Dolphins then. Wrong! Redskins. <laughs> 27 to 17. They're not the Redskins, dude. They're the Commanders. Oh, Commanders, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're like, what's the least offensive name we could come up with? Commanders. Although <laughs> Guardians actually probably would have been better, truthfully, if you think. I well, I think that's what they named the Cleveland Indians. Oh, maybe that's why. The Guardians. Well, back then they were called the Redskins. So that's why I said well, that. Well, look, Commander Commander Lives Matter, okay? And so do Guardians. So I'm not entering the debate over <laughs> any of that. I just, that was their name in 1983. And yeah. so that's why I said it. <laughs> well, I remember because I was a Broncos fan and the Redskins kicked the crap out of out of the Broncos. But mm. I didn't know they, they beat the dolphins i didn't yeah when did the dolphins last go to the super bowl that's <laughs> Maybe probably been a while too <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> it was actually the redskins or commander's first super bowl win oh nice 
-hmm. Well, it looks like we're out of time, so let's wrap this up really quickly. As always, you can find us on the internet at the80sand90s.com. You can find us on social media at the80sand90s.com. And we are out of here like Hawkeye Pierce, boarding that helicopter for the very last time. Goodbye. Na 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 na